Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Wednesday here on the show, and of course, normally on Wednesday, we talk about the AWNXT shows coming up tonight, which we will do. We actually got a lot of stuff coming up on both shows. Obviously, AW is the fallout to full gear, and NXT is not the fallout to full gear. But we're going to talk about both of them here. I can't help but notice, by the way, that many times WWE has like a big pay-per-view, and then Raw's the next night. We have absolutely no idea what's going to be on the show. Whereas AW had a big pay-per-view this weekend, and we already have the entire card for the show and everything that's going to be happening on the program. I don't know whether it means anything or not, but I can't help but notice. Now, in addition to that, we've also got all of the news, for those of you that are video game fans, all of the news on the new AW video game. Had a big press conference yesterday. We'll tell you all about that here on the program. That's obviously very exciting for those of you that play games, like me, of course. We got the raw numbers for Monday. I, of course, do not like to come on this show and say that I told you so, but in fact, I called it exactly right again. Third hour died, but it was not an all-time record low. So, basically exactly what I said yesterday. The average is what it has always been. I mean, I'm telling you, as far as the average goes, this is the bottom of the barrel. Now, as far as the rest of the show, yes, there's going to be some terrible hours here and there. And you know what? There's probably going to be some high hours here and there. But like the bottom of the barrel average right now looks to be 1.7 million viewers. And my prediction is that when football season ends, the average is still going to be 1.7 million viewers. Worth the hardcores right now. So we'll do it with the raw ratings. And then at the end of this program, final segment of the show, we're going to be talking, talking shopamania. As Rocky Romero and Carl Anderson are both going to join us today through... The beauty of HD video. Talking the show coming up this weekend. It's going to be very exciting. I really enjoyed the first one. They promise the second one's going to be even worse. I guess we'll find out. But back in a moment to talk about that and so much more. Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 
Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just 3 bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. All right, here we go today. Yes, Rocky Romero, Carl Anderson will be on the program here in the final segment of the show. Sex Ferguson is not looking like he's going to be on the program today. I believe he's on an airplane, and I guess you cannot Skype video on an airplane. At least he can't today. So, But, hey, we got a lot to talk about. We already got me and Mike. Add Rocky and Carl. It's four people here on this show. Sex wouldn't be able to swear anyway, so what's the use? We're going to talk talking shopamania in the final segment of the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, so tonight, we got AEW to NXT, as everybody is well aware. 
AW tonight. Packed lineup here. We got Sean Spears versus Scorpio Sky. MJF and Wardlow's induction into the inner circle. Cody Rhodes is doing a promo. Kenny Omega is doing a promo. Penta versus Ray Phoenix 2, which should be awesome because the first one was till Phoenix landed on his head. Ty Conti versus Red Velvet. The Natural Nightmares versus Butcher and Blade. In a bunkhouse match, everybody. Brian Cage versus Matt Seidel. And that's the current lineup for the NXT show. Johnny Gargano will face an opponent yet to be revealed. He's got to prove to himself that he can successfully retain this title. Tony Lorcan and Danny Burch against Breezango. Raquel Gonzalez versus Zia Lee. This storyline. Talked about this a little bit yesterday. And Tony Storm will be facing Candice LeRae. That is the lineup for NXT tonight. So it should be a very exciting Wednesday night, as it always is. And we're going to find out tomorrow how the two shows do. Now, before we get Mike's thoughts on all of this stuff, I want to mention, as I said in the opening segment, that as, as usual, I was absolutely right here. Last night's Raw opened strong and had a big drop. But it did not drop to an all-time record low in the third hour. What was I right about? Well, big drop, not an all-time record, 1.7 million viewers, the bottom of the barrel average. I mean, it was exactly as I said it was going to be. First hour, 1.85 million. So as usual, it's like up a little bit, down a little bit, whatever. Second hour, 1.7 million. Third hour, the big old plunge, 1.53 million viewers. I believe the old record prior to the all-time low was 1.54 million. So I'm pretty sure that this was the second lowest third hour of all time. But it did not set the record. I don't know what you can do. What's going on here? I think that's I think that's Rocky trying to get into the Skype here early. We'll handle that problem. But anyway, 1.85, 1.69, 1.53. This is where we're gonna this is where we're going to be, I believe, through the end of football season. And I also believe that when football season ends, we're still going to be right here as we head on that road to WrestleMania. Hopefully it grows a little bit, but I ain't expecting it. Mike, your thoughts on any of this stuff? Well, let me ask you, uh, like last week, are you hanging any of this number on Miz and Morrison? With them being in the main event again, since you... No, because the big difference was you had Miz and Morrison and The New Day and Drew and Randy Orton. So this was not their fault this week. It's everybody's fault. Well, I mean, did you watch the show? That third hour, I knew it was going to die. I, I, right. <laughs> here's the thing. I knew the third hour was going to die because the third hour when I was watching it, I thought, dude, like, when the show's over, you can look back and go that Ricochet and Ali was a great match. But Ricochet's been beaten like a drum. Ali is the leader of a group that can never win a match. You put these two guys together, and, like, anybody who's iffy on the show, they're out of here. And you had the the seven way for the twenty four seven title, like dude. Anybody who's on the fence on our, they're out of here. So I knew it was gonna die because the third hour was full of stuff that your average fan, how could they care about? This? But the main event was at least stronger. Randy Orton, Miz, and Morrison against the New Day and Drew McIntyre, absolutely positively, is a stronger match than Drew McIntyre versus Miz and Morrison in a handicap match. That's the difference. And you're right about that. It is stronger, but it didn't maintain those people. And It didn't, but it maintained them better. It maintained them better, but the bottom line is it didn't maintain them. And that is still 
the the whole being still greater than the sum of its parts they do need to strike upon something that's going to get people to stay but it's very difficult once you hit that third hour i mean it's going to be difficult to find something that's able to trap people they need to figure out that formula but right now they don't have that formula regardless of who they pluck into that position so Obviously, the show is not going to stop being three hours anytime soon, so they're going to have to try to figure this thing out and try to figure out how to curb some of it and get that thing back up over 1.6, let alone hopefully to a 1.7 or a 1.8 again like they were in the first hour one day. This guy here says three hour, the third hour is just old people who fall asleep with the TV on. Actually, oh, no. it's really God. not. I mean, you know, you know what Raw is, everybody? I don't know how many people out there are like me and Dave, and I presume Sempervivi. I'll take his word for it that he watches the whole show, but very few people, I think. I shouldn't say very few. I mean, it's probably, I don't even know if it's a million. But I don't think there's a lot of people that start watching Raw at 8 o'clock and watch the whole show. I mean, these numbers that you see are an average. They're an average of the three hours. And each three hour, each hour is an average of the time spent by anybody watching any moment of the show. So what I think it is, is I think that some people start watching at eight and they watch all the way through, but it's the minority. Most people, they watch the first hour and they probably turn off somewhere in the second hour. And there's also people that they start watching in the second hour and they start watching in the second hour. They see the recaps of hour one and they probably give up partway into hour three. And there are other people that they watch their favorite TV shows and then, before they go to bed, they turn on the third hour. It's obviously the lowest number of people, and they watch that. But I don't think there's a lot of people that are watching hour one all the way through the end of the show. It happens, obviously. But, I mean, there's a lot of people. It's a three-hour show, dude. There's other stuff on TV. There's other stuff. There's other things to do. They pick and choose what they're going to watch. They, they watch an hour here or there. They go look at stuff on the Internet or whatever, highlights and clips and everything, and, and that's that. And that's what happens on a three-hour show. Plus, when's the last time something really groundbreaking happened where you felt like you missed something in that third hour? You know, And even if you did feel like you missed something in that third hour, you have every outlet in the world, whether it be through their own YouTube or their own WWE.com page or through other ways where those highlights are there or you can hear about it and then easily go back and watch the finish of it, you know, in case you did miss something. So, you know, even when they start striking upon something that, that is working, it's still going to be a struggle at first to get those numbers back up. You know, they dropped slowly to get to the point where we're at, even though we're talking about them so dramatically now, you know, it's been a, a slow process over a long period of time. It's going to take a slow process to build everything back up again. Person here also talked about doing what I do, which is y you wait an hour and a half, and then you turn it on. You skip through all those commercials and get through Ron like an hour and a half, hour forty minutes. It's much easier to watch that way. I, I cannot even, I can't even imagine sitting through an entire three-hour Raw with commercials. I mean, I make it through pay-per-views, but there's no commercial breaks. But sitting through a three-hour Raw. Especially the way they actually do the commercials. I mean, the way they do commercials, it's even weirder lately. Like, recently there have been a couple of shows where all of a sudden they're just in commercial. They don't even throw it to the commercial anymore. Or, you know, it's not even somebody does a dive. I think, what show was it? 
Well, two weeks ago at least, I know they were doing that a lot where they felt like timing-wise everything was off. They were going to break early or without announcer notices. It stuck out for sure. I think it was actually this week where they were going to go to a commercial right after somebody did a dive, but the timing was off. And so you saw the person running, and like right when they started going through the ropes, they were a commercial. So you didn't even see the dive. And then the other thing that drives me crazy is, okay, so the big guy, AJ's associate, he steps over the ropes, he gets in the ring, he goes, and they go to commercial. So, like, the storyline is, okay, well, you, the viewer, you can't wait to come back. What did that big guy do? And so they, you sit through four minutes of commercials, and they go back, and the associate's on the outside, and you don't even know what happened! You know what that is? It's a bait and switch. And it teaches your viewers... Bro, you don't need to come back after the commercial because there ain't going to be a follow-up. Back in a moment, Observer Live. We'll follow up. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant 
instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So, some people were asking on the chat. I don't have any more information for you, but. Tony Khan today tweeted, Tonight, we have a great lineup for AW Dynamite live on TNT at 8 p.m. For the rest of 2020, AW will keep delivering great matches on Wednesday nights, and there are massive surprises ahead. Please join us on TNT tonight. The balance of power in wrestling will shift tonight. Has he been listening to Bischoff? What does that mean? I don't know. Is he double fist and white claws? I want to know his condition when he tweeted this thing out. So there. a couple of things here. This is five hours ago, so I'm pretty sure he was sober. So first off, he doesn't say the balance of power on Wednesdays. I mean it wouldn't shift anyway because AEW almost always wins on Wednesdays. He says the balance of power in wrestling is gonna shift tonight. What does that mean? AEW after tonight? They will be number one, and WWE will be number two. Are they going to sign The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin? Let's say Okada. Okada? Yeah. Actually, I mean, obviously, don't write some stupid story that I said that AEW is signing The Rock. I'm being sarcastic. (laughs) But, I mean, well, I should say this as well, okay? I should say this as well. The last time that Tony Khan did a very cryptic tweet like this, do you remember what the result ended up being? I don't. I don't. Well, I do. It's a debut of the FTW title. Ah. And I remember at the time, a lot of people were like, that was the big reveal out of that tweet, the debut of the FTW title. They, they, were, they were not blown away with that being the reveal. This is an even bigger claim right here. The balance of power in wrestling will shift tonight. So we'll see what that means. AW versus NXT. What do you Twitch homies think it is? Send me some messages here. Hmm. 425-780-7566. Now, we got to talk about this video game here. As noted, the next segment of the show, we're going to be joined by Rocky Romero and Carl Anderson. Beautiful HD here in the program. AW announced three games yesterday. One will be coming to consoles and two will be coming to mobile. If you go to our website, WrestlingObserver.com, you can see the videos there. The presentation, which appeared on the company's new AW Games channel, seemed to be a parody of Apple press conferences. Seemed to be. Kenny Omega appeared wearing a black turtleneck and glasses, similar to Steve Jobs. Pretty good indication it's a parody of an Apple press conference. Omega began the presentation by showing an early trailer of their console game. Omega said the game would be coming to current and next-generation consoles. 
further announced Ukes. There's a name we haven't heard in a while. Ukes would be developing the game. Hideyuki Iwashida, who was the director of the Nintendo 64 game No Mercy, allegedly the greatest video game of all time, I've heard many times, as well as the Def Jam series of games. Aubrey Edwards came out and introduced the next game, AW Elite General Manager, a sports management general manager simulation. Where That's a sim, by the way, for all you youngsters out there. Where you run aspects of the AW promotion. Game is still in development for mobile. No release date announced. Last game was revealed by Cody. A mobile casino game that will come out by the end of the year called AEW Casino Double or Nothing. You'll be able to compete in tournaments, play against the casino, and create offline tournaments. So there you go. What do you guys think of that? Send me in your... I saw a picture on the front page of the Kenny Omega character in the game. Holy smokes. This guy's chest looked like Vince on that retro invasion raw that I just saw. He literally looks like like he stuck a pin in him, he'd pop. It does. It looks like, you know, those sumo games, except that the sumo guy was actually muscular. That's what he looks like. These giant pecs. Anyway. Big rib cages. (laughs) Well, hopefully this Ukes game is uh, more along the lines of... uh, the great classic N64 console games of the past, not only No Mercy, but WrestleMania 2000. And then obviously uh, before that, WCW, NWO World Tour, and Revenge, all, all of which were awesome games. Hopefully they're much closer to that than they were WWE 2K19 and those types of games that uh, came along later on down the line. All right, let's see what everyone's saying in the text message and email bin. Yesterday, remember, I didn't get any emails. And I barely got into any today either. So what's going on with my email? Maybe my email is down. Scaring them off. Although I'm getting a lot of other emails. Everyone just decided they were going to text today because that seems to be easier. This person here says, my guest is my guess is Sting or some other legend. Ooh. Well, I mean, it would be really cool if Sting showed up, but... I'm a big fan of Sting. I think Sting is an Observer Hall of Famer. He is. But is that really going to shift the balance of power in professional wrestling? I don't think so. Maybe it will. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not what it is. I'm not even reading that one. When Kenny said... Oh, this is talking about the uh, the video game here. AW signed Brock. I'm highly, highly skeptical that AW signed Brock. I think you may know about that one. I think anything uh, is, is obviously possible, but, I mean, I don't think it happened. But you know what? Hey, listen, please don't write some stupid story about this on the Internet. Do you understand, everybody? Like, if Brock shows up tonight, I'm not even going to retroactively say that I said that this was going to happen. I don't think Brock is there tonight. I think there's almost no chance. But if I recall correctly, I mean, Brock is a free agent. But do you know how much money Brock would require to go to AEW? Do you know how much money that guy makes from WWE? And you know that if Tony Khan called Brock yesterday and said, bro, $10 million, Brock would go right to Vince, and he would say $10 million. And, like, what do you think the chances are that Vince would not say, $20 million, pal, and you'd never come in anymore? Anything, anything is possible, but I do not think that Brock Lesnar is going 
to AEW. He wouldn't say 10. If he was off for 10, he'd turn to Vince and go 15 <laughs> and then get his answer. Uh, you know, if you ever sign somebody Brock, like a Brock Lesnar and you don't make a big deal out of it and it's not a big production and you don't treat it like sports and have press conferences and all that stuff that leads to him appearing on the show in front of people where you can recoup some of that money, uh, you know, it's not going to happen. That would be absolutely nuts. Why would you ever give a surprise like a Brock Lesnar out of nowhere with no advertising. You just don't do something like that. This person here says, is it possible we're down to just people with a wrestling podcast that are watching that third hour of Raw? <laughs> I, listen, there's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there, but I don't think there's 1.53 million of them. Feels like it. 1.5, whatever it was. 1.5 million bad ones. Some of y'all ought to stop. Really, you stop now. Hey, this guy's got a good point. When we were arguing about that Jay White booking, he -hmm. says, Jay White's briefcase specifically says 0104. How can he claim he's only wrestling on the 5th? That's a great question. You know what? You want the answer to everything that's got to do with the Jay White, Kota Ibushi storyline? What you should do is become a subscriber. Shut up. What you should do is become a subscriber to F4WOnline.com. Not to give Brian Alvarez money because he doesn't deserve it, but what you should do is use that subscription that you just got and listen to the Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare where we go through the entire story. Dude, I hope Adam was on my side. Was he? As to why, if you follow New Japan and you follow the 2020 of Kota Ibushi, why all of this falls into place and makes sense. Period. Listen. Just go ahead and listen. Listen. To it. I own the website, Mike. Mm-hmm. I don't need to pay for a subscription. But if you tell me, if you tell me that Adam was on my side, I will sign up to my own damn website and listen to that show. Son, what I'm going to tell you is don't worry about whether Adam was on your side or not and having me uh-huh. tell you that. What I want you to do, Brian Alvarez, just listen to the first 15 minutes of that show. Don't worry. I mentioned your name and listen to it and then tell me tomorrow what you think about what Adam and I said and decide what side of history that you are going to be. I know what side of history I'm on. I'm on the right side of the history. The history, by the way, I noted. Q. Alvarez. Brian was SmackDown doing great both in ratings and storyline. Does Raw seem like Vince is just being straight out defiant? No. You want to know why SmackDown's doing better in the ratings? Because SmackDown has the Rey Mysterio feud, the Roman Reigns feud, and the Sasha Bailey feud. That's why. What does Raw have? Exactly. What does Raw have? Well, they got Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, which this feud is going on like five months now. And I really liked the feud, but, I mean, how long can you do this feud and have it be, like, compelling? Okay? I mean... Yeah, Randy Orton pouted last week and wouldn't tag in. I mean, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel and continuing this storyline. What do they have besides that? A retribution, bunch of dorks, they never win. Well, and they're watering down, not watering down, but you could say they're transitioning and or watering down the whole Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre promo by inserting The Miz and inserting Morrison, and then, depending on how you feel, inserting Bray Wyatt into the mix with, with Randy Orton and Drew as well. Yeah, and, and, and he wasn't even there on Monday. You know that you know that music means everybody. What's that? It means when we come back, we're gonna be talking shopamania. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
Javier's auto body is colliding with a shortage of licensed techs. That 2017 is waiting on a clear coat. That 09 needs its left rear sanded, pounded, and painted. And the guy over there is waiting on an estimate. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Right now, the Home Depot is home of smart home gifts for smart home gift givers, like the Google Nest Video Doorbell, the Google Nest Hub, or Google Nest Mini in both charcoal and chalk. Plus, right now, get free two-day shipping on any smart home gift purchases over 45 bucks. The top names in smart home have the best name in home improvement. That's smart gift giving. Improved. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only. See store for details. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, uh, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com, here to talk, talk and shop a mania coming up this weekend. Talk and shop a mania too, I might add. Rocky Romero here, Carl Anderson here. Man, we got a lot of stuff coming up. And during the break, Rocky's just bombarding me with information and showtimes and pre-shows and pay-per-view and Impact Plus app. So, Rocky, the easiest thing to do is just throw to you. Tell us all about this show yeah. coming up this weekend well, and tonight. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it, Brian uh, uh, and Mike. You know, what's up? Uh, but, yeah, tonight 
is we're actually dropping a pre-show special Talking Shopping Mania 2 pre-show live on our YouTube channel. It's going to be at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's going to be awesome. We just basically preview the show. We talk about everything that went into making Talking Shopping Mania 2. So the pre-show tonight, we can... I mean, is, are there going to be any clips from the last show, any clips from the upcoming show, or is this just you guys sitting around and drinking and, and talking about it? Sitting around, drinking, and talking about it. Right, <laughs> and yeah. Hanging out, yeah. Excellent. That's what we do best, yeah. Excellent. And, Carl, I'll go to you. Tell us about the show this weekend. Let's get this all out of the way first. If you guys want to see Talking Choppamania 2, this is how to do it. I got to be honest, Brian, you're the first person who's ever talked to Rocky first because me and Gallo just, just snatch it immediately. Uh, it's good. It's a good thing because Rock's the most professional and keeps us going. Talking Shopamania 2, the sequel to literally the worst pay-per-view ever. I just, I, like I've said, uh, Elias, 10 p.m. on the Fight app and also on pay-per-view, right? Rock Dish and Direct TV. You can search down pay-per-view. $14.99. It's a sequel to the worst pay-per-view ever. I just rewatched it again today just to just to kind of get myself in the mood and get myself in the mode. And I realized that I'm still 10 minutes in, I'm still crying, laughing hard. Then I fast forward a little farther just to see where we're at. I start laughing, crying again. Then I watch the main event and I realized that this is so terrible that hopefully by the main event, everyone's so inebriated or lit. finished <laughs> or lit lube to the max that they just go, this is really, really funny. Or, that's basically we're hoping that nobody really remembers by the by the end because <laughs> it's the same crap right we're still in the middle of a pandemic we're still shooting with no people it's but it, the, the best part about this is it's three best friends for shoot me gallows and rocky sitting there doing commentary over some really bad wrestling which horrific is the main staple times. yes <laughs> horrific at times now, is there a percentage on how much worse this show will be? And, and more so because I like percentages. Is there a percentage on how many more little people that will be involved in the making of this uh, Talking Shop of Mania? There, you know, there, so the little people are still there. Uh, and, 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 and the worst little person from the first one where Talking Shop of Mania won, I feel like, was it George North versus Stump Kowalski? And we realized that neither of them had been trained to even get in the ring or do anything for, like, inside the professional wrestling business. So what do you have to do? You have to bring both of them back because uh, you got to have Stump Kowalski who makes a, well, I'm, I guess I'm blowing it, but who cares, right? He, he makes a run in and his run in makes us all fall off the commentary table laughing because it's just greatest. It's run just in fun. History. Yeah. And the poor guy's trying to carry a chair and like he, the chair is heavier than he is. It's <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, it's all fun. It's all it's it's the yes, and Swaggle is there, of course, again because you got to bring him back. But I believe that the last time we were on, I think it was the uh, follow up to Talking Shop of Mania One, and and Gallows was talking about how, or maybe it was before the show. But anyway, he said something like, "Yeah, I started watching it, and <laughs> God, it was horrible. And then I started drinking, and then it was okay by the end. Is that where we are for this show as well?" Yes. Like, <laughs> Short let, answer, yes. Let me explain that one, Brian. So I, I, I watched Talking Shopamania one back, right? We didn't know what kind of territory we were going into, right? So I sit and watched it by myself. And I don't think I smiled once. And I went, oh, no. Like, guys. So I sent a group text. I said, nope, nah, it's over. We can't release it. Nope. 
cancel it. And they're like, God, dude, we can't cancel it now. We've already talked Fight TV and these pay-per-view companies into allowing us to put this Signed out. Signed contracts. Yeah. yeah, so I said, well, then we got to at least do an opening. So that was where it was. Gallows, Gallows said he watched it back and went, oh, no, uh-oh, big, big problem. <laughs> and he went to the gas station and got a bottle of wine and, and watched it back and go, oh, this is pretty good. <laughs> yes, that's exactly where Talking Shop Media 2 is. Man, if, I mean, uh, if it's good with wine, then if you're drinking something harder, it's probably great. I said edibles well, I, would make it fantastic. Well, like you said, though, like, Brian, you watched it sober. And, and hey, I, I've been I've watched Talking Shop Mania 2 sober every time. And I started coughing, wheezing in the, in the bed that I woke my six year old up because he was laying with me. And, man, I go, that's a pretty good sign, dude. Like, <laughs> I did. You know, I did enjoy it sober. But I mean, I'm not averse to the idea of, of drinking during the second one and find out if I well, like I it think, even more. Please do. <laughs> so so <laughs> the other do. I mean. Obviously, like Gallows explained, or one of you explained this to me, that like as soon as, I think it was you, Carl, like as soon as you guys were released from WWE, I mean, Gallows was just, he immediately had all these ideas and he'd already practically written this whole talk and shop of mania. Yeah, you know, let, let me explain, right? So we got that, we got a video from Vince McMahon saying that we were, you know, there's going to be some layoffs. And, and I went, <laughs> poor guys, you know. And then Zack Ryder and Hawkins start messaging us, like, oh man, I'm worried. I'm going, yeah, you guys, you guys should be because <laughs> we're not. All of a sudden, I see Carano calling me, and I'm going, man, I, I wonder if Carano just wants to, you know, give, give me a little midday call to give him a pep because he's had a hard day. Then he fires me, and I go, what? And then so Gallows has an even better story where Gallows says Carano's calling. He answers and goes, hey, boss. And he goes, hey, I just got off the phone with your partner, Gallows. And Gallows goes, for what? Because, well, I just fired him. <laughs> like, that's how confused we were. So I, I was five minutes into getting canned from the Fed, and I see Gallows calling me. I said, no, I'm not ready for this right now, man. And about an hour and a half later, he calls back, and I said, he starts spitting this pay-per-view off. And I said, no, nah, nah, what are you talking about, dude? I'm out. Like, Rock, right? He called you, too. Yeah, he, yeah. he told us he's going to do it with or without us. And I was like, without, pal? <laughs> <laughs> definitely without. This sounds horrible. Then we're taping, and then we're recording part one, and we're going, this is horrible. Right. <laughs> I remember – Brian, I was confused during the whole first taping. I don't know what the hell was going on. I was trying to figure it out, and I was like, "Wait, what? There's a there's a what on a tree? There's a contract on a tree? Well, what the co you asked, right, Gals? Well, what's the contract for? Yeah, I, know, well, I, I think I said it on commentary. I said, "Well, he goes, he wins the briefcase. This is all Gallo's booking." I said, "Okay, well, what does he win?" And Gallo goes, "I don't know, briefcase." <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in the briefcase. It's just a briefcase on a tree match. Yeah. Who well, said like, there had to be something in it? Yeah, like yeah. talking shop of Mania One, right? The the title was a, a 24 7 title for some reason, but that's just completely been forgotten about for part two. It's just. we Yeah, we forgot my to title. add that into the storyline. Yeah. yeah. Now okay, it's the main so event title. I got to ask there, there's a missing part of this story here. So you said that he came up with this idea and you just yeah. said we're not going to be involved. Then the next thing you tell me is you're filming. How did you get yeah. from, dude, we're not going to be involved to, ah, what the hell? Let's just do this. Gallows pestering us. Dude, like you said, he's, I'm going to do it with you or without you. Just to let you know. And, I'm, and then, like, we started, you know, so we, we're we talking every day, and I'm kind of going, like, what do you mean, you know? Like, just tell me. Then he starts telling, he starts, right, he wrote, the, Gallows wrote the whole part one, right? Talking Shop Mania 1. And, and I'm reading it going, I mean, you're trying to think about a briefcase on a hill was his idea, and, like, he wanted a, a, a hardcore little person match and I'm just going and, and you got to remember this we taped this in July right where the pandemic is just or this COVID thing is just kind of fresh and so I don't even know what he's talking about like, why would anybody watch this so he talked us into it is what it was and being friends we realized we needed to do it but 
if I can explain, we, we got to, so in the middle of a pandemic, right? So we got to Gallows' house July 6th, for example, and all the boys haven't seen each other because none of us have been on the road. So everyone proceeds to just get hammered, hammered. Then the first day of taping, me and Rocky are out there ready to go, ready to rock and roll. And Gallows' wife comes out and goes, sorry, I just woke him up. I, I went in there and said, hey, Chad and Rocky are here. And Gallows said, for what? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's how that's how Rocky and the boys were. Shoot a pay-per-view you force us into, pal. So so when this yard. thing when this thing aired, I mean, as noted, I mean you can watch this on traditional pay-per-view. What did the cable companies say? I guess I actually they probably would have said something before it even aired because they got the the tape or whatever, right? So what did they have to say about this? I mean, did they have any requests like, dude, like you gotta take this out or or what did they say? And what did they we say did, afterwards after uh, it was apparently a success? I'll I'll tell you the truth, uh, Brian, is, is that the uh, in demand wouldn't take it for for it, it took us. We had to negotiate with in demand and resend it to them about six or seven times. Our poor uh, producer and editor, director Mike Moran, who helped us out on this, uh, he's dealing with the in demand right now because they don't want to take the second one as well. So wow. we may end up being on in demand. We may not. I'm not really sure. It's it's all a toss up. We'll hope we're going to find out in the next couple of hours. Uh, but uh, Carl in sounds like is- this is news to him. Is that <laughs> news <right>. to you? <laughs> The no, no. Twenty-four hours have been very stressful. Let's just, no, let's just say I, that. Yeah, I, I knew that in demand wasn't gonna. So, like, tr- tr- like you were trying to pitch this thing. In demand's used to like, you know, sold out UFC shows in Australia or, or wherever they're at in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile right. Arena, and then we get on the phone, three idiots, and we start pitching this idea to, to run a show in the backyard with no name. Well, names, I guess. But, you know, so, so somehow we sold it. Then. The second we started getting buys from Fight TV, like the, the buys were, were, man, I, I'm telling you, they were, I promise I wouldn't do part two if they weren't good. Well, the, the head of Fight told us, said, listen, you guys need to knock another one out quick. And I'm going, oh, no. He's like, Let, let's get this going for three or four or five a year because it was, it did good. And so the the, guy, the the person that runs Fight started started hitting us. The person that ran Fight started hitting us up about doing another one. So, so can you give us any sort of information about what in demand either wasn't happy about the first time or what they're not happy about this time? Is there like a specific sort they, of thing? Probably well, everything. They, 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 they were like they said the content was passable; it was fine. But they said, <laughs> okay. uh, but they they weren't happy with the uh, the production of it. So like they didn't like the lighting. That's the point. They didn't like the <laughs> captions. They didn't like the sound. And that's what we told them was like the whole point of this is that it's bad, you know. And like this is we're we're trying to give you the worst pay per view ever. But it was so it was so bad that they wouldn't accept it, and we had to like jump through hoops just to get it on. So we're dealing with that right now, Brian. And I'm telling you, it. it, it it's it's making me a little nervous. I don't I don't I don't think they understood the concept of us saying worst pay per view ever. They were like, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> they have a quality control, and I guess we don't meet their quality control. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of weird when you think about it because I mean, I'm trying to imagine what Talking Shop Mania won. Whether it would like have been better or worse if it had like this preposterously good WWE production. Like, if you have that good a production but that horrible a content, is that better or worse than content well, and production? I'll, t- I'll tell yeah. you what, Brian. Let we find out. We're, we're about to find out because we really took one of the matches, we took up a notch. We actually used pretty much the whole, almost the whole budget for this one match. Chico, El Luchador versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. in a Lucha Libre death match where it's not a Lucha Libre death match where like we're just using that term loosely and there might be blood or, you know, a table broken or something. No, 
A man must die. You can bring any weapon you choose to this battle, and someone must die, and there must be a winner. This might be yeah. the end of Chavo or Chico El Luchador. Correct. One of and them this, will. One of them will pass away. And, wow. And, and and I blew the budget. We're actually completely in the red right now. And this is a 100% truth. We're 100% in the red because I blew the budget on this Matrix Reloaded style cinematic match where everything happens. <laughs> everything and anything happens. Gunshots. There's explosions. There's uh, bazookas. There's all kinds of stuff. I don't want to ruin it too much, but this is the craziest cinematic match that has ever happened in professional wrestling. And uh, we're setting the bar really high on this one. Wow. Didn't mean to do that because it was meant to be bad, but somehow, I don't know. We were watching it. And I go, <laughs> like me and Gallows were watching it at, at, at Gallows' house and Rocky presented this to us. And like, we look at him and go, what? And, like, and the producer, the guy that's editing our stuff in Atlanta goes, geez, I wish I didn't watch that. Cause it's so good that he felt, like he wasn't doing good enough. <laughs> it almost doesn't make it. Almost doesn't even fit. Well, just wait till you see it. Because then, because then after the, as soon as the Chavo versus Chico match happens, well, it goes straight to ball for ball, and that's Sex Ferguson versus Chad Too Bad, where they're trying to take each other's testicles off the whole match. Stand by, everybody. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? 
then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Carl Anderson and Rocky Romero here today talking, talking Shopamania. And Carl, the floor is yours. 90 seconds. Let's talk about these shows tonight and this weekend. Talking Shopamania 2, the second hashtag, second worst pay-per-view ever, Friday the 13th on the Fight app on worldwide pay-per-view man you've got sex ferguson versus chad too bad in a ball for ball match you got chico el luchador versus chavo guerrero in a in a lucha libre death match where there's matrix like gunshots and an actual person has to die you've got the nature boy paul lee who's possibly the worst professional wrestler in the entire world versus george north who hasn't even been trained and is getting in the ring you've got rapid delivery rory fox who who couldn't get over in 1999 but we happen to fly him in and put him in a hotel. How did we get stuck doing that? Enjoy yourself. Sit back, have a beer, and just be entertained and have fun, man. And then Saturday night, turning point on the Impact Plus app, you got the Good Brothers versus the North for the Impact Tag Team Championships, and we're going to win those titles and 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 take our rightful uh, uh, air as the greatest tag team in the entire world, man. Um, but most importantly, enjoy Talking Shop Mania too. Rock? Hashtag talking shopper mania too. If we sell enough, there'll be a three when we can complete the trilogy. Oh my nice. god, a trilogy. <laughs> Holy <laughs> smokes. I know by the way that Carl said the second worst pay-per-view of all time, so that means this one's better than the last one. <laughs> Whatever that means. Is. I think, I think it, is. it is. Wow. Oh god, Carl, Don't my hand anybody. to God, please get the old man Les Thatcher to watch. Do it. If you can Oh get him my to watch, god, are you oh, kidding please. me? <laughs> I, I think I want- I want Cornette to watch it. Oh, Lord. Well, listen, everybody, we're totally out of time here. I want to thank you all for for listening today, and obviously everybody enjoy the show this weekend. There's Turning Point. There's Talking Shop of Mania. There's the pre-show on the YouTube page. Check it out. And thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.